Lakuta Sikha's Chalik Tezvav, Parashava Yishlach, Sikha Aleph, a summary of the Sikha. The Pasuk tells us about Yaakov's uh, preparing for his meeting with Esav. And he said, if Esav will come to one of the camps, he split the camp into two camps. And he said, if he comes to one and uh, fights against that or strikes against that one, so the other one will, be rem- will remain for escape. The other one will survive by escaping. So Rashi quotes these words, and the other, the remaining camp will escape. And he says, Al Karachai, that this is an inevitable result, Ki El because I will go to war against Esav, and I will delay him from being able to harm them, they'll be able to escape. Then he continues on, and he says that uh, Yaakov prepared himself for three things Ledoirin, for a gift, for a prayer, and for Muhammad. How do we know Ledoirin? Because it says, and the uh, gift went ahead of Yaakov. How do we know that he prepared for prayer? Because it says, Avram, the God of uh, my father Avram. And for war, because it says, this Pasuk that he's just quoting now. So we have to understand about this Rashi. First of all, he says, it's an inevitable result because I will go to war against him. How does Yaakov know that it's inevitable? Why is Rashi saying that it's an inevitable result? So they explain that because it says in the Pasuk, with Vahoya means no doubt the other the other camp will be able to escape. How does he know that without doubt they'll be able to escape? So therefore Rashi says the word Vahoya means without doubt because I will go to war against him and delay him so that they will be able to escape. But we still have to understand that still doesn't guarantee anything. It just means he'll, they'll be more delayed. But how do you know you'll be successful? And then about the second part of Rashi we have to understand even more. Why does Rashi bring in the three things that he prepared for when over here he's talking only about the Muhammad, about the war? And if you learn Tupsukim further, you'll see that he prepared a gift and he also prepared a, and he said a prayer. So, but why does have to, ha, Rashi have to preempt what the Pasuk will tell you in a few Psukim down by listing it here? Why is it important here? And also, why does Rashi repeat the one about the war and he brings a, a raya from the Pasuk, which Pasuk? This Pasuk, which he just explained. Um, one line earlier in this very Rashi and yet he repeats it again how do you know he prepared for war because which he just finished explaining why does he repeat it again also why does he say the number three he prepared himself for three things another thing another question is the order in which Rashi says it which is for the gift for the prayer and for the war is the exact opposite order of the psukim that he quotes to bring those uh, to bring the proof that he prepared himself for those those three, the pasuk about the gift is at the very end. The pasuk about the tefillah remains in the middle, and the pasuk about the war comes first. So why does Rashi reverse the order of how it's in the chumash and the psukim that he himself uses? Another question in the medrash brings other psukim to show these three things. For prayer, it says hatzileni nomi save me from my brother which is a direct prayer that's a much greater proof of prayer than my father the, the Hashem the, the God of my father which is only an introduction to prayer for the gift the, the, the Medrash brings the Pasuk you shall say to your servant yeah, um, um, it's, a, it's a gift sent to you which is a direct reference that it's a gift that was sent to him for the Muhammad brings the Pasuk that he organized the family and then he went in front of them the meaning over there is that 
I'm in the front. If you want to go to war against my family, you're going to have to come through me first. That's an actual preparation for war. Another question is, he, Rashi uses his skin. He fixed himself for three approaches. Why didn't he say heichen? He prepared. He got ready for three different things. That's a more common word to use. Why hiskin, which is an unusual word to use in this context. So to explain, <coughs> from the, the continuation of the psukim here, it seems that after the malachim came back and they told him that the Esav is coming with 400 people, so the first thing that Yaakov did was prepare to, for war. He split up the, his group into two groups, saying that if he attacks one, the other one will escape. Then he prayed to Hashem to save him. And then he began to prepare the gift. Which begs the question, the order seems to be out of order, especially for somebody like Yaakov. The very first thing, you hear you're in a pro- you have a problem, so the first thing you think of is praying to Hashem to save you. Then you start thinking about, what do I do in order to get out of this problem? Do I send a gift? Do I uh, go to war? And so on. But the first thing should have been the davening. So therefore we have to say that this is certainly what Yaakov did. That was the very first thing he thought of. But that the Vayachatz had to come as a preparation for his davening. What does that mean? There are two Vayachatz that, are, that appear in these psukim. One of them is that Vayachatz is Sa'am. That the first thing that he did, he split up the, the group into two separate groups, explaining that if one comes, uh, the other one will save itself. What were the what was this and then there was another one where he put the he split up his own family between the mothers and the children, he grouped them, mothers and children together, and he went in front of them. These are two different dividing that went on. The first one was he divided the camp into two separate camps. First went the animals, that's the first group. Then went the family. The animals and all the shepherds and the people that are there to attend the animals were the first group. That's what he was saying. If Asaf comes to attack one of them, my family, the second group, they will be able to save themselves. Later, he divided the family into the order that he wanted them to walk. Therefore, this was what he was trying to pray about. First, he divided his priorities. Let's put the animals first. They're not part of the prayer. Hashem never guaranteed me that He's going to save my animals for me, but my family, He told me that He's going to save my family. So therefore, they're going to be second. I have to think about them first. That's what I have to divide in my mind into two groups, and then, of course, actually into two groups. And now I'm going to pray for the family. The family is part of my prayer. So first He had to prepare the division so that He could pray for the family. And then in order to make sure, so that's what Rashi explains, and then in order to make sure that he, that to guarantee the safety of his family, he had to do three things in order to prepare. And it's not just to prepare, but as Rashi says, hiskin, he had to put himself into a frame of mind. He had to change the way he looks at things in order to be able to make sure to guarantee this, the uh, salvation of his family. In each one of the three things that he prepared, was prepared to do. When he was thinking about war, his 
attitude was he was afraid and he was distressed when he heard that, that Asa was coming with 400 people he was distressed about the whole situation and yet now he has to prepare for war he had to put himself into a frame of mind that he's ready for war, not afraid in regards to the gift Yaakov was angry as Rashi says that when he, he was angry that he has to do all this just to be able to talk to his brother but now he's trying to do a gesture of kindness and someone that doesn't go together with anger so he had to reimagine the whole situation in order to put himself to a frame of mind of, of kindness and so on and he had to also change his attitude about himself about his prayer he was going to pray to Hashem that Hashem guaranteed him but then he thought but maybe I don't deserve because since then it's 22 years maybe I've already been tainted by sin and maybe I don't deserve to be saved and therefore he had to change what he's going to say if you don't do it for me do it for my, in honor of my father and my grandfather put them even though I don't deserve it but he still prayed he had to change his attitude for his prayer as well and that's why Rashi brings Dafka these three psukim, which because he's not trying to show that Yaakov was going to do those things, that he was getting ready for those things, but rather how he had to change his attitude about all the three things. He brings the Pasig Vatavar al Mincha Alponov. Because from the word Alponov, that's where Rashi tells us that he was angry. He was angry that he had to bring this gift for Esau, why can't we just be brothers? Why can't we just get all get along? So that's why Rashi brings this. We see from this passage that he had to change his skin. He had to prepare himself in his mind to change his attitude. For davening, he brings the passage, Elikei Avi Avram, not the passage that says, please save me, because that's the passage that shows that he had to change the method of his davening, that it's directed and the schus of Avram and so on. And for the Muhammad, for the war, he brings the Pasuk, Vahaya Machna Nishulifleta, not other ones which show more of a preparation, because here, even though he was afraid, as we know, but Vahaya, he said with certainty, without doubt, they're going to be able to escape. So we see that he had changed his attitude for the war as well. As to the order, Rashi brings Muhammad at the very end, because that was the greatest, the most difficult change of attitude was that one because his distress and his, uh, his fear was somebody's going to have to get killed I might get killed I might have to kill someone else that was what was bothering him and he had to overcome that and say yes I am still prepared I know for certain that I will win anyway why does Rashi put the gift before the prayer when it seems that the prayer was first the reason is because the actual gift may have come later but his attitude of sending a gift, the idea of sending a gift which was for the purpose of appeasing his brother so that I will find favor in your eyes, that started much earlier. That started as soon as he sent the, the messengers to Esau, he said to them tell Esau that I want to find favor in his eyes. And when he did that, there was no reason yet for him to daven because at that time Esau, uh, Yaakov was still of the opinion as the Malachim said to him when they came back, you always told us that Esau is my brother, he'll conduct himself with brotherly love, but you should know, no, 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 he's Esau Russia. So we see that Yaakov at that time was still in the frame of mind that Esau is going to be peaceful, everything will be fine. So there was no need yet to daven that Hashem should save him. There was only a need to appease him, to show find favor in his eyes, 
and so on. So therefore, the Dairin came first, even though the actual gift was sent later, but the preparation for the idea of appeasing him came first, and then when he heard that there was a problem, that's when he davened. It's also interesting that Rashi says three things. Why does he say three things? Because Yaakov was dealing with three different situations at the same time. There was the issue of Esav. What do I do with Esav? So Esav, Yaakov figured, there is the gift. I'll send him a gift. Why did he think that a gift would be enough? Because Rivka had sent him a message that he should come home. It's time to come home. Rashi says that, it's, uh, Rashi says that it, it, Rivka sent him a message question is, if Esau is still ang- angry, and he still hates Yaakov, what's she sending him to come home for? He, he, why does she want that confrontation? The answer is that Esau was already calmed down. He wasn't furious anymore. He still held it against ja- uh, uh, Yaakov, but he wasn't furious anymore. So therefore, you send him a gift, find favor in his eyes, everything will go back to normal. That's as far as Esau is concerned. But then Yaakov thought, what about me? I may not deserve to be saved from Asa because I may have committed sins in the 20 years since I've been gone, the 20 more odd years that have been gone. As we find by Light, that Light was kidnapped, he was taken captive in the war between the five and the four kings because he lived in Stein. It was because he lived in Stein that he was taken captive, says Rashi. So maybe Yaakov thought, normally it would be enough to send him a gift, but because I am compromised, maybe who knows what will happen. So he had to deal with his situation through prayer. And then there was the third situation because Hashem will deliver him. Fine. But there are two ways in which he can deliver him. It could be the way he delivered him from Lavan, which was Hashem appeared to Lavan in a dream and he said, don't touch him, leave him alone, let him go and on his way in peace. And that was enough. But then there are other situations in which you have to go to war to get what you need. Like for instance by light, Avram had to go to war with the kings in order to get light to rescue light so Yaakov thought I don't know what's going to happen here I might have to go to war too there may have to be a war so he had to prepare for that even though he was certain that Hashem would deliver him so there were three things that were happening at the same time one mitzad Esau one mitzad Yaakov and one mitzad what kind of deliverance do I deserve the Rebbe explains this also al pichsidus that it means that there, sometimes there is a need, not sometimes, there is a need to attack a situation, the Yitzhahara, from three different directions. There are three things in our arsenal. We have the Aveda of Chesed, Ava, the Aveda of Yira, and the Aveda of Rachamim. Each one represents Avram is Chesed, Yitzchak is, uh, is Gvura, and Yaakov is Rachamim. So normally you would think that, you know, you, you look at the situation and see what it needs, but the truth is that the only way to be certain that you will overcome the situation is to apply all three at the same time, to just attack it from every angle. Whatever the situation is, if you attack it from every angle, you will be successful. The Alter Rebbe explains that when uh, Yaakov came to Choron, when he was a co- coming to Lovin's house, he came to the well where he met Rachel, and it says, and all the shepherds would gather. The Altarab explains, what is this meaning of all the gath- shepherds would gather? He says that there is a need for a yid to apply every single uh, uh, possible approach. All the shepherds have to gather in order to attack the big stone that closes up the water that doesn't allow for the water to get out. So that's what Yaakov did then. And then when he met up with Esau, he did the same thing. We have to take every single approach, all three approaches, Dairin is chesed, 
Melchama is Gvura and Tfila is Rachamim. He tried every single thing. That's the only way to make sure that you will be victorious.